0: Go. here we go, here we go again. Oh, it's Linda. Oh, Linda, enough of the bollocks. It's Linda Pollock. Yay. What have you been up to, Linda? First of all, how are you? All right. What have you I, been I, up how to? how are you? Uh, thank you. Uh, that is customary to ask. That is just okay, manners. Little <laughs> something, old-fashioned
2: term. Uh, I'm very well, thank you. Let's get on with it. Yeah. What have you been doing? Uh, nursing a car that I think might be haunted. Oh, yeah. at last! Yeah. <laughs> though it's just really bad luck so my mini has been giving me some trouble it might, it might be haunted remember we spoke to jacques
0: Peretti, who said that the the steering wheel kept oh, pulling yes. over towards the graveyard go on yes. what's,
2: what's wrong with the mini so what's going on with mine is these minis these days right? yes they are uh they're all like computers right so um it tells you when there's something up with it oh my tiny it's blowing up. oh right. my yeah. and this time it's going. it said back left indicator back left brake light back left reversing light oh. right so it's the whole cluster as they call it. Yeah, I wonder what's going Someone on. could
0: be pulling a string somewhere.
3: Yeah, it could so be that. So
2: I rang up, of course, because I'm a responsible driver, I rang up the engine, of the, um, mo- the, the garage. En- the engine people. The engine people. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't get too technical. The, the garage. They can see you coming a mile off. <laughs> Are you the engine people? Yeah, we've got right, right money. That's going to be £500 before Actually, we start. Actually, what I did
2: first was, I yeah. opened the compartment and made sure all the wiring was This will connected. be finished shortly, folks. Go right, on. because I'm not going to go in and then just go there it is it was just which compartment attached. the glove compartment no, the you mic, won't find anything the back, in there right, all yeah. right. Oh, right yeah um no it was nothing so simple so i booked it in right and i drove it around there and, and on that morning there was no fault oh god that's always the way <laughs> and it? so i thought right well, i'm gonna drive it around the block because sometimes it does like seem okay and then it drops out again i know right so i drove it for half an hour
0: And nothing happened. Nothing happened. I had to ring
2: the garage and went, listen, I'm a bit late because I've been driving it around the block hoping that the thing light will come on because there's no (laughs) point. If the computer says it's fine, job done, isn't it? And it's really not fine.
0: I can guarantee that the as you call them engine people didn't say oh well in that case don't worry take it well, they'll, on no, they'll find something wrong with it she said
2: when it goes off again she said we'll book it in we won't be able to do anything with it now anyway we'll right. book it in for the 22nd right and and if it sorts itself out in the meantime if it carries on like this maybe yeah. it was just a glitch because some of these minis have got electrical faults on them it. right. Right, it's quite an old one right so I'm thinking, yes, I might have saved myself some money. Then I went out in the evening, gone again.
0: I think it might be the ghost of James Hunt or someone it who's... It is a right. Yes, it can be. I wanted to say this. Are you covered by AA or RAC yes. or any of those? This is what always concerns me. And perhaps someone can write in and tell me. We'll get to the spooky in a minute. What... How? Who are you covered with? I mean, I'm covered with all sorts of people. I'm, I'm with, because uh, I've got, I drive the cash guy. It, it, it reeks success, and this sound cash guy. I'm covered by their thing. I'm covered by a direct line. Who I've got, um, uh, Insurance, breakdown terms. Yeah. I've also got an AA thing somehow. Why am I covered by all these things? And which one do I ring? I don't
2: know. I just ring the garage that don't rip me. No, off. but if you're stuck on the motorway. <gasps> sort of oh thing. right, yeah, that. I don't I mean. Yeah, it's a tricky one. My mate Jim. He. Do I get is, is that the dancing
0: one? No, 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 that's Matt. Different Jim is a solicitor. Right. He was very cross because, you know, they phone up AA and they want to renew your policy and all that. They, his wife, <laughs> signed up to unwittingly, you know what women are like? Hey. Stupid. Joking, Uh, she she signed up to the full-on package. You know, sometimes like the AA, they'll do a thing. Home home No, there's that. Then there's another one. Then there's like the absolute deluxe service. They they will literally before
2: you get in the car.
0: Come and fluff you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they'll do it all you can stay in a bloody hotel yeah. your kids are insured in anyone else's car right. you know in the whole the universe uh, yeah they'll come and fluff you before the thing they'll do Put a three course the meal yeah. They'll whisp- foot whisperer <laughs> they'll do everything they'll tick in your balls while you're on the M25 yeah. it's absolutely unbelievable and he just went well how much are we paying for this and she went well I don't know I signed up for it he said this this is gonna you know I mean it's it's, it's super deluxe yeah
2: Bloody ridiculous! So what happens? He
0: oh, he said, up. "I don't want it. I just want to be, you know, if I'm stuck And then stuck I in the can box.
2: guarantee the week after the car goes put on the, the, the drive. The week
0: after, he's driving up the M6. He fancied his balls being tickled, <laughs> and he <laughs> says, "If <laughs> only, if only." You
2: but know. it's it's weird, that isn't it? That the it's like the car knew I was going to get it looked at, and it was like, "No, I'm fine."
0: I'm oh, it's, fine. All, it's always the way. It's always the way. It's always the way.
2: And of course, now I've got to wait flipping weeks, and and I'm worried about that because it's you know I'm not supposed to be driving it really.
0: No. Have you finished about the bloody car, Linda? Well,
2: yes, I suppose so. Okay, the ghosts are getting—it is, is something that's perturbing.
0: Okay, it? I've got a ghost. All right, I've got the ghosts here waiting to, <laughs> to, to to tell their story. All Just right. a minute, ghost. Right.
2: Sorry.
0: <sighs> I mean, this is the thing. You know, I've got here who, who's waiting to speak, and it, you know, I'm I'm honoured to have him.
2: It's David Bowie.
0: He's not going to wait around Listen to your
2: stories about the car. Well, if my car goes put on the on the M- M25 on the way home, then I might well end up joining you, David. Yeah, David, come on.
0: All right, Vincent Bob. It's all right. David boy. Yeah, all right, David. Come on, let's get on with it. Let's get to this. Yes. Steve Cowper. Steve Cowper is a fella he's Mick Miller you know Mick Miller from The Comedians I work with him a lot I've got all this coming up in the interview now well pre-recorded how much I've worked with Mick Miller but he had a very spooky story have a listen to this Steve Cowper is here. He's a wonderful fella. He's Mick Miller's manager. Would you call it manager? Uh, d- yeah, yeah, if you manager, want. Manager, agent, what you want. whatever it is. And he's a wonderful fella, and he's really been very good to me over the years. He's got me some wonderful work. He's here, and do you know what? He's got something that really is properly, properly strange. Spooky. In the studio, Linda, put the bloody spooky music on as we say, Steve, regale
3: many many years ago yes 1981 oh, that's I was the ago. sound engineer for a summer season show in Scarborough at the Floral Hall oh lovely top of the bill was the crankies yes crankies. okay Stu Francis was on the bill right and uh Joe Longthorne. Joe Longthorne, yes. yes and we all used to go to the pub yeah. afterwards oh, everybody from the show went up we all went to the pub Yeah. And the uh, crankies at a dressing room just behind the stage at the theatre. So this is
0: not that story, is it? We all went over. No, it's not that story. <laughs> it's not we that all one. know. We you all must know. think I'm a terrible flirt. It's not that <laughs> no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> So
3: we're all in the pub, and uh, I think Ian or Jeanette, one of them said, "I've just left something in the dressing room." Oh, that so all... me yeah. and the. Uh, stage manager at the time said, so we'll go across, because everything was in darkness and everything was switched off, you couldn't get the power. Yeah. So I held the stage door open, yeah. and I pointed the torch while the stage manager went upstairs. Yeah. And when we went in, we could hear all this noise in the dressing this room. This is real. This is real. And we Did- could hear, like, noise in, in, a, in, a, in the dressing room, like a party, clinking glasses and things, in their dressing room. In the crankiest dressing room? Yes. And right. we wondered what the hell was going on. And he went to open the door, yeah. and as soon as he touched the door handle and started opening... The noise stopped. We both shit ourselves and ran back to the pub up and
0: down Is his drink. Right? Absolutely true. You don't think that perhaps the Crankies, given their reputation as, um... Can I say... Friendly. Friendly. If I... Yeah, they had a party in there and she had a special, you know, a special cold word for knocking. There was nobody in the dressing room. No, Well, you, well, you, did you didn't it, open it, it, the door. Yeah, yeah we
3: opened the door. There was nobody in. As they, soon as the door opened, there was nobody in. They and the noise stopped.
0: They weren't under the dressing table doing Naked Twister. They were in the pub. <laughs> really? <laughs> and to what sort of... You know, what was the sound of the party? Was it groaning? It, was it, it sexual? No, no, it <laughs> was it all... Was, oh, 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 oh. Bloody hell. What yeah. was the name of the venue?
3: The Floral Hall at Scarborough. And is that renowned as being... It was supposedly haunted, but it's been knocked down now.
0: Okay. Do you know what? I think I've heard about that before, the floral law. On another note, and I know you want to be terribly discreet, but did you ever get invited in for any sex parties with the Crankies? Uh, No comment. (laughs) Oh-ho! Well, we'll leave that there, and I'll I'll stop recording and find out from Steve now. And can I just say the producers would like to point out that at no point did television's Jeanette Cranky or, for that matter, Ian Cranky, ever indulge in any sex parties which involved adult partner games, uh, Naked Twister, as I implied in that interview, Bon or The Biscuit Game, and any suggestion that they took off their clothes and all sex each other up on that with a variety of fat middle-aged strangers is entirely conjecture and probably... Didn't happen, but it is a lovely image, isn't it? I think you'll agree. Now, Mr. Br- <laughs> Mr. Brown from Eversham's... In unconnected news. In unconnected. I do not want to. No, I'm not going to finger Mr. Brown over this. All right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a form with that sort of thing. No one's fingering Mr. Brown. He he has not done any of that either. Uh, Where well, he wanted to talk to me about my increased rates. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, can I help you, Chris about taste? Clinton. Mr. Brown. Hello, Mr. Brown. Yes, from Evershams. Yes, I know who you are. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Lovely. At all our crisps at the Christmas party. What can I do for you? Uh,
3: Well, it's not about the Christmas party, but you'll be pleased to know we've been through the documents and I can tell you The rateable value um, for the flat. So, we have here the open market rental value that came from the Valuation Office Agency, you may be aware of, uh,
0: recognising you as a business premises... Well, it's a a part-time business venture, Mr. Brown, but go on. Due to the change of uh, usage, there'll be an extra
3: 32%. Now, don't worry. I, I... Worked it out for you, seven hundred eighty-seven eighty-four per year. That's sixty-six pounds extra per month, uh, Mr. Baptist.
0: Yeah, so I'm paying an extra sixty-something pounds in rates to you to be passed on to what the council? Everyone. Yes,
3: we'll do that for you, and that is included in your service charges. There's no there's no management fee. Right. All
0: of the sixty-six pounds goes straight uh, to the local authority. Right. Well, I, I, I'm just jotting down a few numbers of me own. I I, I can yep. see that 787, that's right, divided into 12 monthly yep. payments, uh, taking into account that I do what well, use th- this premises for a living part of the time. I think, summing up all the facts of it so far, I think I would probably just say souls. Sorry? A- a- arseholes, is what I'd say, Mr. Brown.
3: Uh... You you could pay one off or monthly instalments,
0: right. but there's a little higher with monthly instalments. Yes, right. And in in and, and the assholes element of it, Mister Brown, how do you feel about that?
3: I don't really. Uh, do you want me to go through the figures again? No, so. no I don't. No, I
0: don't. No, I don't. No, no. Mr. Brown, I okay. don't want to go through All the right. figures again. Uh, you've kindly told the council that I'm operating a business. I told you it was a part-time business. It's a service. It's a calling, if anything. It's a vocation in life. And you've told them that I am operating a business. is presumably business rate of someone who's operating full-time from a commercial premises. I'll tell you what. Stick the flat on the market. I'm leaving. I'm not staying here. I'm not staying at Erskine Court. Stick it on the market!
3: Okay, I can put you through to our commercial sales department. Yes. Uh, we could arrange a viewing. Uh, yeah. You know, there's quite a lot of churn in your area. If you want someone to oh. uh, have a look round, I'll give you enough time to get the place in yeah. order. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh,
0: do right. you really feel that strongly? Oh, well, I do. I do. And I understand there might be quite a lot of churn, whatever the f*** that means, Mr. Brown. I suggest you uh, come round, take down my particulars, and put the f*** up for sale, all right?
3: I, I could go through the figures again. Uh... Assaults!
0: Yes, I'm here to say this, Linda. I am leaving these flats. What? Yes, I'm selling up. I'm sorry about that. I've got to find somewhere new to live.
2: Right. Well, I mean, it sounds like a very fun place, but I can understand why, for various reasons, you might want a a fresh start.
0: you heard the barbecue. That was a bloody disaster. I've now got Irene Harding has grasped me up and suggested that I'm working from here. Yeah. And I'm not going to pay increased rates, so I'm
2: off. You also are being... Relentlessly um, pursued by Ruth well on the neighbor now
0: on that score this is what happened Uh-oh. Ruth came round <laughs> Oh, hello, Ruth. What can I do for you? Uh,
4: hello, Clinton. It's very important. I've heard, you're, I've heard you're selling your flat and you mustn't.
0: Well, I've, it's, it's a thought I've had of moving, yes. I don't like the animosity here. That bloody barbecue was a disaster. And they want to charge me more for operating a business out of
4: here. Bloody ridiculous. I can't afford to live here. Can I move out with you? What do you mean? come with you. Be, be your assistant oh, all the time. No, no.
0: L- listen, Ruth, you live here now. That's fine. All right,
4: you've moved in here. I'm moving out. I don't like it. I can't... I'll come with you. I can't... You can't move because I've had a vision. You can't go. Oh, I've for ha- fuck's sake.
0: What are you talking about?
4: It was a very, very clear vision, Clinton. <sighs> I Man. had a vision... That you that there's some bad boys out there and bad bu- boys, bad very bad boys. They bully you. They were bullying you in the vision. They put your head down the toilet, Clinton. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and they put your desk on the your desk. They put it in the middle of the playing field. So oh. when you came back from your milk your milk break, yeah, they, oh, your okay. desk wasn't in the classroom, Clinton. It was in the playing field, and they oh. were laughing and pointing oh. at you. Right. And ruffling right. your hair and yeah. kicking right. you, yeah. and they right. pulled your right. pants Ru- down Ruth. and they Ruth. gave you a wedgie. Ruth, Ruth.
0: Ruth. Uh, you might, might have escaped your notice. I'm a 55 year old man. I don't go to school anymore.
4: It was a vision though, and it was very clear. And they, yeah, and so it's it, you, might, you might not go to school, but it was right. a sign. To, it was I'm a going, sign not, that I'm bad not, things to, happen. Shut the f- up, Ruth.
0: Listen. I understand you, you know, you, you, I'm a familiar face around the place, and that's fine, and that's wonderful, great, thank you. You've got to get on on your own. The, the visions and bloody Mrs Stewart and all the bloody well rest of it, it's not real life. Ruth, I'm sorry I'm leaving. Okay. Don't look at me, don't
4: cry, for Christ's sake, please. They gave you a wedding, sir, they gave you a wedding! No But a big wedding Like you have big pants on as well Really big like They were laughing at yeah. the size of your pants And they the gave pants, you a yeah. And they, they're, they're out there
0: Ruth, I'll come back and see you when I can Come on you've got to get on with your own life I come with
4: you No I come with you yeah, no yeah. I'll get my case. <laughs> no, can you go please? Can you just go back I'll to your flat my case and we'll go together? I'll give you a
0: fing wedgie in a minute, can you go back to your flat? Oh, now, oh, please don't cry, Ruth. Come on. Please, come on. We can still be friends.
4: And you can't go out because I saw them. I saw them and they were pulling your pants and trousers down and your bum was showing a Yeah, big white bum. Right, okay. It
0: was just a daydream, and they, and Ruth. Come could on. You
4: are willing they could see.
0: Willie, yes.
4: Alright, really? okay. Oh <laughs> god. Well, I've got Ruth, I've got a the boys were dust. There's no they boys. There's no boys. And you couldn't they wouldn't let you have your pants yeah. and trousers. Right. Okay. So you had to go with your big white flabby bum. Right. Okay. And your little your Willie, 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 yes. hanging down
0: hanging down. All right, Ruth. Come on, love. Pull yourself together. we turn now to um well more problems do you understand i want you to i think this is what's his name david lee fox from take a fortune what's his name God, from fate and fortune De-
2: dean james dean fox james J- dean
0: fox with his problems yeah. problem solving uh, abilities linked to the paranormal now
2: if you want touch
0: with us we are, we've experienced life linda's got lots of advice
2: yeah do you understand but it won't involve sticking a candle up your boomer or anything no, like exactly.
0: that exactly or fingering mr brown please <laughs> would you please get in touch with us and we can sort out your problems in yeah. the meantime these are some problems that have been solved by well, the paranormal well maybe not
2: solved maybe. okay i bought a crystal and a silver chain but the chain wasn't the right length so i bought another okay I packaged up the first one to return it and put the pendant on the second and then I noticed my chain was longer. The chains had been switched. I panicked and returned both chains and hid the pendant. This is weird. Yeah. A few months later, I bought a shorter chain. Right. After a few weeks, it was long again. (laughs) Friends have said it wants to be close to my heart as if it stops growing. Oh my god as it stops growing when it's mid cleavage
0: this seems to be karen heath sent that in via email i would suggest <laughs> maybe your tits have got longer and it just seems like the pendant is getting <laughs> shorter you know i oh, mean what's it, going on karen yeah so she basically what happened she bought a pendant and it seemed to be that it dangled
2: at a certain length do you know
0: what i mean <laughs> on,
2: on her chest shorter, yeah. so she bought another one it was still too long yeah. So she sent them both back and she bought a short one and it ended up being too long again. Well, I would suggest it's a case of this.
4: Three saggy
2: tits. Well, here's yeah. an alternative. What? That when she looks down to see it, of course it gets longer because it's on the neck. Look like this. Oh, my God, that's absolutely brilliant. You're, <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> Why don't you look at yourself in the mirror it, rather than looking with your face? Isn't it
0: funny when... You're right. Isn't it funny when people go, oh, it's a glitch in the Matrix, and you go... Well, not really. You just looked at something in the mirror or... Do you know what I mean? She's looking like this. She's looking so down. It's dangled then. down. You silly, silly man. You silly man. Do I take this opportunity? Question. A work colleague has asked me if I want to go away for the weekend with her and her on-off boyfriend. Hello. Alarm, bell. alarm bells ringing. They are both in their 50s and I am 20. Another alarm bell. Oh, my God. I've only met her fella once. But they both seem lots of fun.
2: Oh, they are going to be fun. It's not your kind of fun.
0: My parents think it's weird, but I think I should have a good time. Should I go?
2: Pendulum says yes! Pendulum pendulum is taking
0: a piss. The pendulum loves the idea. A definite yes from us. Age is irrelevant these days, and it's more about energy. If they were your age, your parents would simply not have questioned it. Go and have a blast. Would you go and have a blast with these two? No. Go and have an orgy. I've never heard (laughs) it called a blast. That sounds like to me, doesn't it, you? Well, if you're... Yeah, you're 20 and people in their 50s is a touch of the older...
2: So you are going away with your partner. Yeah. Why are you going to invite a 20-year-old kid along with you? Well, I I think... The three of you.
0: Yeah, I think it it does sound a little bit... um, You know, it sounds a little bit... About your pencil. Do you think... I don't like it. I wouldn't do, I mean, when you were twenty, would you go away with two fifty year olds? I've met him once, enough for him to say, Oh, I'd like her to come along.
2: Uh, uh, dirty,
0: no. dirty. Can I treat myself? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm getting married in four months' time. This is my second marriage, but I still want to look my best. I'm wondering if I should splash out a bit on Botox and fillers. A few tweakments might make me feel more confident on the big day. That's yeah, a horrible friend. A <laughs> tweakments! <laughs> you, you make me feel sexy. Should, should I give it a whirl? says Joe 46 from Nottingham. Pendulum says no.
0: The pendulum says a huge no to this. Your partner loves you as you are, and although it might seem like a good idea, wait till you're 50 or want a 20-year-old to come along. <laughs> I'm sure there are many other ways to make you feel a million dollars on the day. Perhaps this is simply pre-wedding nerves. <laughs> It does happen, doesn't it? <laughs> do you, what do you think about that? You mean, that's all right. You, you, you're going on your way. We- We've had this discussion before about doing yourself up. Yeah. Remember there was a lady who wasn't sure whether she should have some, you know, back, splash out on, on dresses or uh, don't, I'm not even going to do that, joke, Uh, Or, you know, i have a bit of Botox. Yeah. And you said, oh no, don't do that. And she was saying, I want to look my best. I want to lose weight. And you were going, no, no, need."
2: Sometimes you're at a big do. You want to look good. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but I mean, on your wedding day, you want to be to express emotion don't you so Botox I would say is a bit of a no-no come on oh I see what you mean and it also has the possibility you've got four months possibility of going hellishly wrong now I am old enough to remember when the lip thing came in
0: Leslie Ash you're thinking of the first
2: one actually was Liz Hurley Got hers done, but oh, she said okay. it was makeup the whole time, didn't she? And she is fooling nobody. Come on now, come yeah, on. Now. Yeah, but her lips did look amazing, right? Beautiful, yeah. And I am uh, not a big lipped woman, and I did no. think, Oh, I could do something like that. I mean, not then, I was in my 20s thinking now, yeah. But yeah. Now it looks they all like they've been in like the Simpsons. Some people do have it done, it seems to sort of migrate up the mat, up the, towards the nose, that's so it looks right. like you've been smacked in the face. That's
0: it, smacked in the face.
2: So I would be afraid of the Leslie Ash uh yes, situation. Very unfortunate and I don't yeah. think her face has ever quite been the no, same it, since. No, it
0: really hasn't. Uh, a
2: similar Ivy Tildesley. Remember that poor love? Her face was a right old state for quite a long yes, time.
0: Yes, but between the two of them, Leslie Ash or Ivy, I'll probably come down on the side of Leslie <laughs> Ash.
2: Well, but what I'm saying is it can go wrong. Look, he loves you for you. You don't want to look like somebody else. Quite right. Tell you what you should do with that money. Go and get yourself, go and find yourself someone who'll do your makeup lovely and make you oh. your hair. Oh, that's love. It a glam squad. That's what they call it. You now.
0: don't want, you know. You may now remove re- remove the veil.
2: Jesus Christ! Put it back on. Put it back on. No, go and get a glam squad together. You can use that money for something. And and it's you only you on a great day. Well, Joe forty
0: six, if you're listening. All right. Also,
2: forty six is no age at all.
0: Okay, and quite right. Like the pendulum. We agree. Yeah. All right. Have you, would you have any work? You said you'd have a bit of work done on your lips. I did
2: quite like the lip I did, but I don't think I'd risk it. And also, I think that fashion is going now. I think so. It looks a little bit, I think it looks obvious. And I also think it's a real shame when you've got girls in their 20s doing that stuff to their faces. Yeah, absolutely. You think, Mate,
0: this is the best you're ever going to look enjoy it a- absolutely correct I've recently seen some photos of me when I was at college and I was beautiful you I'm, never
2: know it at the time I'm do
0: you a mean? husk of a man now.
2: a husk mm. enjoy it I've still got
0: my beautiful blonde hair it's over there if you want to look at it. <laughs> Right now, this is a, 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 an email that came in this week from a lovely fella called Johnny Rex. That's a great name,
2: Johnny Rex. Well, that's what I, I said that to him in the in the in the interview. Right here we go. I have a story for you, which happened to me back in March 2014 when I was on an organised tour of Uluru and Katajuta. Oh! Is that how you pronounce it? I think so, yeah. Before I continue, I need to say a little bit about the people I was with, who, by being in my vicinity at the time, are involved by default before I carry on with the story. Mm. We were all in our late 20s or early 30s. And looking gorgeous. Guys, girls and however they identified. Guys
0: and girls... Oh, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Guys, girls and however they identified. What? And this will be important later on from European countries and apart from three people from Canada. OK. I don't know what well, he's talking okay. about there. We've got Go an assortment
2: on. of people. Yeah,
0: assortment of people, badly written.
2: On the first night of the two-night, three-day trip, our guide, Adam, who was really fun, informative, and an all-round nice guy, said to five of us out of the 20 or so strong group that there was a better spot to camp that was more interesting place to sleep and we'd have a better night's sleep there. All he said was that it was There's better. There's a lot of sides <laughs> in this, aren't there? All he said
0: we'll, we'll get to the spooky in a minute. All he said was that it was better and that he'd elaborate on the matter in the morning if any of us wanted him to I don't know if I was primed by him saying this or what but this is where it gets interesting, weird, spooky I'll be the judge of that
2: So the five of us go a little way down this sand and gravel path away from the main camp and set up our own little camp No tents, so we were open to the elements This being late summer at the time the nighttime temperature didn't drop much lower than 15 to 25 degrees Celsius so we didn't need any more protection from the elements than that As I said, I don't know if I was primed by what our guide had said, but I woke up around 2 or 3 a.m. to the sound of two men talking a little way up the path that we'd walked earlier. The two voices were getting closer and getting easier to hear, along with the sound of their feet as they walked. I soon realised that they weren't talking in English, which seemed odd, as there were no two people from the same non-English-speaking country in our group, which was the only group in the area at the time. The two men then, I assumed only two at the time, as I heard two distinct voices, do you level with our little group? but on the other side of the clearing about <laughs> 10 to 20 metres away we didn't need to don't need <laughs> <these> specifics <laughs> I feel like a policeman in
0: court yeah, am I, gonna... I ventured along to pass the camp and it was only two men
2: yeah come it's on as if we were sort of mapping this out yeah. living it in real time man from the sounds <laughs> I heard next it sounded like from they were the
0: sounds I heard next it sounded like they were going to settle down to sleep for, for the, the rest of the night. night when I woke up again maybe two no more than three hours later as the sun rose the defendant was seen no, I looked over to where I thought I heard the voices coming from earlier and couldn't see anyone, nothing there. Intrigued, I put my boots and shirt on, having slept in my shorts, and I walked over to where I heard the voices. I was, on une- and was unable to see any evidence of any human or animal activity having happened there in a week or two. I have limited tracking skills thanks to a few working trips adding up to several months working in the bush.
4: In a ghost
0: up my panny. Objection. Not relevant. As I walked back into the main camp having packed up my swag and sleeping bags I heard the guide say to one of the other four who'd slept in the same spot as I had if she'd seen or heard anything unusual during the night. Here we go. She replied no but that I had and we'd spoken a little while the others were still rousing. Not not arousing, rousing. I then told him what I had heard. By the time I had finished, his eyes were wide with what appeared to be shock. He then told me that the spirit sp- stroke ghosts of two indigenous Aboriginal men were, in his words, apparently haunting the area. I like to believe that I experienced the ghosts of two men were haunting the spot.
4: Is that where you
0: wash your bottom? Probably. Watching over us, uh, those of us who are visiting the area, I spent the rest of the trip feeling that these two men were with me. I know people may think I was dreaming or that ghosts don't exist. Not people who listen to this. They know ghosts exist. But I believe that this was a real event that happened to me and I'm happy that it did as these two men didn't sound threatening and didn't cause any harm to us while we were visiting their home territory.
2: I hope that this wasn't too rambling well, and made was. sense to you and it my fellow well was. listeners and I hope that this makes others want to visit the area. Yeah. Would you like to smoke my bottom one day? Anyway, I spoke to Johnny. Have a listen to this.
6: for 20% off your first system.
5: I'm
0: pleased to say I've got Johnny Rex. First of all, what a fantastic name, Johnny Rex. He's Thank on you. the Zoom. Thank you. He's down in uh, Sidmouth. So Rex is your surname. I mean, does it mean? Yes. Does it mean that you are from the King in some way? Um, and keep it brief and entertaining, please.
6: Well, it's um, well, I always thought so, but it actually comes from um, people. People from am funny were were actors. Oh, yeah. They used to play kings in in plays rather than actually... Is that right? ...be royalty themselves, yeah.
0: Gosh. Well, that was neither brief nor entertaining, (laughs) but let's get on (laughs) with the show. You were there. Just tell us where you were again, because I know what these Uh, are. These are Aboriginal names for... Yes, uh,
6: for uh, Uh, Ayers Rock and uh, the uh, Organs, which is a mountain range nearby.
0: I know that. I know that, Johnny. But there's a lot of twats who listen to this who don't know anything (laughs) much. Johnny, tell me this. It was it was a sort of organised... It was something that anyone could... A Kuoni-style uh, yes. trip was. It wasn't like you were there yeah. with the army or anything.
6: No, it was a tourist organisation that I went with. I Taking am looking...
0: Right, I'm looking at Johnny, and he is what I'm described as a bit of a hippie. He's got a nose ring... Uh, He's got earrings in. I when I read this, I had you down as some kind of ghastly finance bloke (laughs) who uh, goes off on an adventure, guys. But I don't think he is. I think he's um, much more sort of open-minded. And, yeah. um, you know, open to the paranormal, to, to, to you know, the spiritual stuff. Would I be right in saying that? Yes. This guy, Adam, he wasn't in on it. Because, you know, sometimes you can go to Vietnam and accidentally on purpose someone says, oh my God, look, a bullet. It must be from yeah. the Vietnam War. And you go, well, there's a whole collection of those that you can buy later in the bloody, you know, souvenir shop. It wasn't nothing yeah. like that.
6: Not as far as I'm aware. No. He never meant, didn't didn- mention anything beforehand until right. that night. And then. Well, he didn't actually really mention it during the night. He mentioned it the following morning, really, what had happened there. Right. Look, you've also
0: intimated that it might have been a dream. What's to say yeah. it wasn't a bloody dream, yeah. Johnny? Come on.
6: Well, I don't think it was a dream because I tend not to feel hot or cold in my dreams. So I felt a little bit chilly when I when I woke up.
0: Right. Okay.
6: And, and from listening to your podcast, yes, I know that tends to happen when there are spirits around or that, other
0: that other is that is correct uh, the what i will say and the reason i do not doubt this is a friend of mine a very close friend of mine who grew up in somalia and she was very very ill and she t- had, had some antibiotics she was very she was stung by a scorpion of all things would you believe <laughs> and she says she's convinced that she was in the house and she felt um two people ra- surrounding the house going round and round yeah. the house who she didn't recognise, two sort of Somali elders. And it was only later when she met her grandparents, who were wandering nomads in, in East Africa, that um, she recognised these two people as the two figures who had surrounded the house. And it was almost as if they had somehow sent their, you know, spiritual guidance yeah. to, to cure her. Do
6: you think that's, that's what right. it was? Was it a warning, a portent of something? Um... I don't know I think it could have been a warning or it could have just been them sort of welcoming us to their to their home and sort of saying well, if you need our help in any in any way yeah open your open your mind up or open your chakra yeah chakra up to to or, us and we'll we'll help <laughs> open
0: open your wallet maybe yeah. as well for some maybe, tourists yeah. and what were they, I mean you say were, were they were they clear as day were they close to you were they just outside the tent what was it
6: they well, basically, we weren't actually intense. We had this was so warm at night, we could actually just sleep out in the open, right? Go on. But they were, I thought like there a little clearing, and they were the other side of that's maybe what 20 30 feet away. So
0: bloody hell,
6: not too far chanting, talking. And they were sort of talking, so like basically, like you and I are now, like having a converse, having a conversation, just okay, being. What?
0: I tell you what, mate. There's some of those tourists over there. Let's get <laughs> over there, shit them <laughs> up a bit.
6: Was it not anything like that? No, it was. they were talking in, um, I assume, one of the local native languages. Yeah. Because
0: what what sort kind of of thing? What would that be, Johnny? Local native language of? Um,
6: well, that's, I think the local people are called the Ananu. Ananu. So yeah. Of, yeah.
0: That 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 so is that would be correct for that.
6: So um, those. Yeah. I'm not sure what their language is called
0: the Anuvish. Maybe, yeah. So so, so, I don't want to get too technical with you, Johnny. Um, tell me, the, did you... So afterwards, when you spoke to all your fellow um, travellers, I believe yeah. the term is for you, trendy bastards, wasting everyone's time by just wandering around the planet, having experiences, what were they... Um, what, what was their take on it?
6: Uh, some of them were a bit... of like, no, you're, you're just dreaming. This yeah. sort of thing doesn't happen. Whereas the guy, who, our tour guide, was like, is actually a little bit shaken by it because yeah, yeah, he, is, he was like he had, but he was a bit too scared yeah, to right. go down there and experience really? it himself. And it was, was, he? Yeah, I was I think I was the first one to actually have an experience like that down there.
0: Was he an Australian fella?
6: Yes, he was. Yeah. Well, that that be a lesson oh, to oh, you. Oh, yes.
0: Calling us whinging palms, you big yeah. shitter. <laughs> taking these vulnerable men abroad, right? Johnny, please, if you hear anything else, if you experience anything else, home or away, to see what I did there, yeah. that's not straight, yeah, very methods. nice. Please don't be neighbors, be good friends, yeah, don't be in a cell block h of your don't matter anyway please do get in touch with us don't tie the do. kangaroo down get in touch yeah. and and let us know anything else anything else i need to know johnny
6: um not that i can think of now but if i do think of it like say, i'll get back in touch with you and and yeah. uh keep you up to date
0: can i ask you so you've listened to the first three series of the clinton baptist paranormal yes. podcast what do you make of it
6: I, I think it's really fun. It's, it sounds like a really nice, yeah. interesting podcast, and yeah. yeah, it's just yeah, it's something about it that really sort of makes me want to believe even more.
0: Thank you. Hear that, everyone out there. Hear that, Linda. Right, Johnny. To be fair, you do look like the sort of person who would be into. Spiritualism and all that, judging by yeah. the well, it looks like a branch of Ryman's, there's that many staples <laughs> coming out of
6: you. Uh,
0: Johnny, what do you do for a living if you don't? I, mind uh, I, me work,
6: asking? For, I work for the local council doing a um, driving a road sweeper.
0: You drive a road sweeper, yeah, in, in Sidmouth,
6: yes. So it's, it's a smaller one, so it's not like these big Arctic lake, as long as you can see, right? It's a fairly small one, about the size of a medium-sized car
0: and do people do what i do when they come up and they want to put something in the bin and you're there a very sort of would you mind if i just <laughs> yeah, yeah, just
6: give us the bleeding wrapper, you silly old bag <laughs> yeah and then um it, it, sometimes i do that but then um, on occasion they will actually see me taking the the bag liner out of the bin and stick it in the bloody and then, empty bi- and then stick it in the empty bin container And it's like a couple of times
0: I said you just see me taking the bag out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd almost be inclined to reach in, pull out some old fag bots and crisp packets and rub it in their silly old faces. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. I won't be reporting you to South Devon Council for that. (laughs) But just try to keep a civil tongue in your head, please. Yeah. Listen, thank you very, very much for that. I really appreciate it. Thank you for getting in touch. Thank you. more problems now this is to encourage you to get in touch with us (laughs) is our vase haunted (laughs) (laughs) a month ago we bought a vase photo attached at a car boot sale i was drawn to it and had to have it only since the vase has been in the pride of place on our mantelpiece things keep going wrong and appliance is failing to being duped into buying fake theatre tickets. Yeah, yeah, from appliance failing to being duped into buying fake theatre tickets. That's the vase's fault, that is. Am I reading too much into it? Or has this vase brought us bad luck? Susie, 44 Newport. Kiwi Pot says...
2: What a lovely vase. It was previously owned by a lady who was not fond of change and it's sad her family got rid of it. I do believe it's brought you a bit of bad luck, <laughs> but I want you to talk to it. No, I haven't gone crazy. Tell the vase how much you love it and that you aren't going to get rid of it. And then I want you to smudge it with with sage. Yes. To cleanse it of negative vibes. Once you do that, your luck will change. Well, you know why she's saying that yeah because she's a witch
0: she knows these things what do you think do you think I mean I do know that it's possible for spirit to attach itself to a certain object
2: right why Why a vase though I mean who gives a toss about vases well no
0: a vase is well it's a it's a, it's a, a receptacle, receptacle isn't yeah. it it can store a it'd
2: be haunted by flowers what well, could that's what dies in it just a minute I'm just going to have a look and we'll see what I've got here <laughs>
0: vase wise to prove to you yeah right this has got all my receipts in it. Oh, please, receipt box. Please make sure that these receipts are offsetting my tax. <laughs> please create more receipts. Thank you. Yeah, that's what you do. That's, that's Is that
2: should, sorted. That should be sorted. Uh, yeah, no. If I was going to haunt something, it wouldn't be a vase. It would. What would you haunt? You got to do something where you, people can't get away from it. Like, You're
0: you know going what, to do a good haunting. You know what I do? I'd go to uh, Peter Rawlings. yeah, and uh, I'd go and haunt his toilet. <laughs> That's what I do. Hold on. You do have a dirty bottom. I've seen it. Remember <laughs> when we say. started this podcast? There was a lot of
4: haunted <laughs>
2: toilet action, wasn't there? It was. It was all this sort of thing. When you wash your bottom, <laughs> I'd go to Peter
0: Rowling's haunt his bog. The <laughs> bastard, or Irene, because she flushed all those flipping wet wipes down it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what I'd say. Peter, I'd Is that say. You're
2: willing? <laughs> I'd haunt a ring.
0: Yeah, that's similar sort of thing. Right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, Keely Potts. Thank you for that advice. Um, thank you, Linda. Yeah. What are you going to bloody well be doing now, please? Uh,
2: what am I going to do? to... Oh. Do you know what I really fancy? Go on. A bacon butty. Oh! With brown sauce. Oh, my God. Not red, brown
0: do you know the other week I was in the Oldham Road yeah. In Ancoats yes. And I did uh, did a series of performances At that Yes, well, I haven't, you're right I have not, I have not oiled, I've not oiled I've not done any WD40 on that chair And I went to a place Oh my God I had the most fantastic breakfast And I don't know what it's called But it's a lovely cafe In Ancoats in Manchester And the bacon It's like a chop Yes Have you ever had that? Okay. It's
4: thick Yes Thick
0: My God It's possibly the nicest thing I've ever eaten in my life
2: Ooh.
0: make up your own jokes now I am going to say goodbye to Linda
2: goodbye
0: enjoy your bacon buddy I will and you guys don't forget please 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 we want you to come and see us at the 100 Club in London we're on the 25th of June that's probably sold out after that we are at hold on After that, September the 24th at the 100 Club in London. Then after that, we'll be out on Sunday, October the 15th at the 100 Club in London. Then after that, It's, uh, keep talking amongst yourself, yeah, the 26th of November. And then in December, we're doing the 3rd of December. It's at the 100 Club. Please go to wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptist Sunday Seance.
2: Now, I'm not psychic, but I know you're going to do
0: that now. Come on, guys, get on there now. Come and sit, because it will be great fun. We've got comedians on, we're going to have some music. We're going to be recording this bloody podcast there. You can be in
2: it if you like. And you will definitely shit yourselves.
0: You will definitely, and you can all be in... In the show. Asterix, not really. <laughs> anyway, listen, please come along. We'll have a lovely time with all of you. Asterix, not necessarily talk to you much. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will. Linda will. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm too uh, famous. Right. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, please, please come and see the show because, honestly, I will speak. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Won't it? All right. Until next time. Bye. Namaste. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Also thanks to Linda Pollock as always, Steve Cowper, Luke Sorber, Sally Ann Haywood, Johnny Rex, Dave Brinkworth for this fantastic song and GLOW for singing so hauntingly. Ticket to come and see this, filth, uh, this show at the 100 Club in London, 100 Oxford Street, on Sunday the 25th of June, Sunday September the 24th, Sunday October the 15th, Sunday November the 26th, or, or and, Sunday December the 3rd for our Christmas show. Tickets at wegottickets.com. Clinton Baptists Sunday Séance. If I haven't flogged enough to you already, please come and see my solo stand-up tour roller ghoster all over the UK from March 2024 20, as soon as I've written and rehearsed the bloody thing. Tickets at clintonbaptiste.com forward slash tour. Thank you, friends.
4: It was actually a
0: fade in now.